Welcome back to Black Youth Podcast. This is your host, Norman Reed. Shayla Ballard. JL James. And we're all students from SUNY New Paltz. So this is our, I'm pretty sure, our sixth podcast. How do y'all feel so far? I'm feeling good. We're already at episode number six, and it's kind of crazy to think that, you know, we're still going. It's good. It's a good thing, of course, but yeah. Yeah. How about you, Shayla? How are you feeling? Yeah, I, I I can't believe it's the sixth episode already. Like, I don't know. We were just recording the first episode the other day, honestly. So the fact that we got to six, it's like, wow. We're, we're, we're doing what we got to do, you know? True. We're closer to 10 than five. So, no, I'm capping. We're closer to, no, y'all saw the vision. I messed up is whatever. Anywho, so we're very excited about our pod. We're growing. We're eventually going to hit 10, then eventually going to hit like 20. Like exponential function is going to keep growing. Anyways, so you can follow our podcast and keep in touch with us at... At blk3.podcast.jsn. And you can also email us at the blk3podcastjsn at gmail.com. Okay, so... What were the highs and lows of the week for y'all? I would say my high. What was my high? Oh, okay. My high was I recently met up with my friend and I haven't seen her in a long time. So I got to do that. We got something to eat and we went to like this bubble tea place and like I really liked it. And now I'm just like planning out going back to the bubble tea place again. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just became obsessed with it. Um... It's really crazy. Also, sorry, this is like a side note, but like, it's really crazy how bubble tea and stuff like became a really big thing. And like, I remember I used to be like drinking it before everybody was like, OMG, bubble tea. And now I'm like, wow, I'm really a trendsetter. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, that was my high. Uh, my low... Well, just like recently, because I was working on, um, I started doing research for the summer and we were working on like this coding thing and like it was not working at all. And like we were trying to figure out how to troubleshoot it. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> like I was ready to like just close the laptop and go to sleep. But yeah, we worked through it. So that was nice. So like as a group, that's why I like. You know, working in a group is fun sometimes, yeah. Okay, computer scientist. Um, how about you, Joe? What were your highs and lows of the week? Um, I think my highs would definitely be going outside more and taking more walks. Um, in comparison to last summer, I didn't really leave my house as much. I was definitely stuck inside a lot more. Um, and now... I'm going on more walks with my family. And I think to me, that's just more uplifting. <laughs> um, for my lows, I'd probably say having to like reschedule like certain appointments. Um, certain things didn't work out with like the timing. And it was a little bit annoying mm -hmm. having to like reschedule it because like, I guess trying to plan things to make sure things work out smoothly. But, um, it's getting figured out. So, yeah. 
Okay, okay. What about you, Norm? No, definitely going for walks is top tier therapy without paying for therapy, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so my highest for the week would definitely have to be. Um, I went to a wedding the other day. I think last Saturday, or just went to a wedding. I was a photographer for the wedding, so I had some. So my client wanted me to do some edits and record the whole, not record, take pictures of the whole thing. Um, I felt accomplished because from the shoot, as soon as I finished, like I went home and edited the photos and I delivered a package for my client, um, like literally the next morning or like midday. And I felt accomplished because like I did a lot of work within that time frame. And it kind of was kind of looking back on it now, it's kind of kind of wild. I could have just waited like a week or two, but I was like, you know what? I just want to get it out the way so I can work on my next project. So that was definitely like my high, like my work ethic on that. Uh, my low would definitely be, I guess, getting frustrated with um, doing research on COVID mobility numbers. So that's for this summer, that's what I'm focusing on in particular. And it was kind of frustrating because, like, um, databases like Apple and Google are very strict on what data they're going to show you, which is kind of, it's it makes sense, but it's kind of annoying to be a researcher trying to dig deep into seeing trends from this year and trends from last year. And I think trends from a previous year without a pandemic going on. So that would be, that was definitely frustrating. However, it's rewarding when you're trying to like work with what you have and try to make something shake out of it if that makes sense so even though it was a low i it came back to a little bit of a high because like i'm motivated to get that assignment done or just understand my i guess task better so yeah anywho's so what is our daily puzzle for today actually not a daily puzzle what was last week's daily puzzle answer shayla so I'm going to read what it was before. So it was two fathers and two sons are in a car, yet there are only three people in the car. How? And to, the answer to this is there are a grandfather, father, and son. Mm. Not going to lie to you, that was the only riddle out of six episodes that I actually got right first try. I feel, I feel proud of that, to be honest. <laughs> this week's puzzle is, what can you break even if you never pick it up or touch it? Mm, somebody's fighting spirit. That's my guesstimate. Mm, that's, a, that's a good one, though. The reason why I brought that up because it's the NBA playoffs. You know that. Um, go Phoenix Suns. You're trying to see you in the chip. But yeah. All right. So now we're going to start moving into... Our main topics for this podcast um and one of the topics that we want to cover includes the rise in the black fungus in india we know that the black fungus is an infection that mostly impacts people that are immunocompromised or have like underlying conditions and we also know that india is currently dealing with a large spike in covid cases so um we just wanted to talk about that and what do you guys think i don't know if i was living through that i feel like 
I don't even know how to put that into words. Like, I would just, I don't know. I would just want to leave. I would want to move away. <laughs> because it's just like you were already dealing with um, having to go through COVID. And I know, like, recently their case, their COVID cases has gone up, too, at that. And then the fact that um, people who had COVID are, like, um, some of the ones that are getting, like, what is what is i'm trying to remember the the actual like scientific name but like it's like macaucus something i don't even know um something with the mucus that's what that's what i know but to get like to have to deal with that after especially especially some people who had like covid really badly and like you had to be on like the the um the machine and like you were just there for like a whole month and you think that you're finally getting better you get to go home or like you're like getting better and you're like yeah like you know i'm gonna do the things like you know and then you just like back there in the hospital being treated or like have to deal with that again and like one of the articles that i read like the person had a um they had it i think it was that specific one and basically in order what they're doing now is they're giving people I think it's, it's an antifungal thing. Oh, no, wait, wait. Child, that's something else that she had. But, like, she had that, too. And the thing that she had, it was, like, it infects the whole thing. Maybe it, it was the same thing. I don't remember. My memory is, like, not helping me right now. But, like, she had it, and it, like, infected, like, all of, like, I, I guess you could say her sinuses. And it, like, grows behind the eye. And they had to, like, take out her whole eyeball just to save her life. And I was just, like... And then she just, like, also recently had COVID, and she also has diabetes. And then I was just like, wow, like, that's just that's just another level. Um, I was going to say on that topic in particular, it's kind of, it's very disheartening and very sad because fighting through COVID is, is already a big battle in itself. And from that battle, those people in India have weakened immune systems. And now the black fungus is just, I'm going to say it's rampant, but yeah, it's like two countries, not countries, two states in India declared the black fungus as an epidemic. So that's, that's really crazy to think about. And also, I'll just to tie it back into my first point, it's just very sad that they fought through something and now they're fighting through another um, respiratory infection through by the fungus that's going to make them even more um, sick and that could cause, it could be fatal. So it's, it's just crazy. Hopefully this black fungus thing goes away for the people of India and they can just recover from that and also from COVID in general, because I already know that India in general is a, a nation that is, they need a lot of medical attention because like there's more people getting infected by COVID and now people are getting infected by this. So it's just, hopefully things get better over there. That's just my last takeaway on that topic. I think just going off of like what Norman was saying, like my initial response for it was probably thinking like, it's hard to see people going through something. Um, It's hard to see them going through something so tough and so rough, especially when they're already going through something as serious as COVID. Um, 
And um, we also know that India is has high rates of diabetes, so it makes them even more vulnerable in addition to having COVID um, and for people that are diabetic. So that's just really sad to watch. Yeah, I was saying because like if you have like high glucose levels, um, if you have like if you were recently like, on antibiotics um, and then also being under like the machines can like also expose you because it's like it grows in moisture so it's just like that can expose you too and i'm just like we have people on machines here too so i was like what are the chances of like that happening like god forbid that happens but like is it just specific to them like because i'm like we have that here too so like you know so our next topic is about three ex-NBA players. Um, the first NBA player is called, his name is Kwame Brown. The next is Matt Barnes. And the last person is Steven Jackson. Um, basically, to paint like a, an image in your mind. So Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes have a podcast called All the Smoke. And they recently had the owner of the Lakers, um, Jeannie Buss, on. And they talked about that third individual Kwame Brown in a segment that they were having basically Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson made a joke about Kwame Brown for my the listeners out there I don't know who he is he was a uh, first he was a number one overall pick in the 2001 or 2002 NBA draft and basically he he didn't have a a fantastic career and he didn't live up to expectations and with that I guess, fuel Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson made a joke. Kwame Brown reacted in a very, very ridiculous way, in my opinion, and basically caused like an internet like dispute, or you can say it was an internet beef. So from that whole altercation that's still currently going on as of the time of this recording, um, my question to you all is, or a question to Jalen and Shayla is, when, how old is like when is it enough to say like being childish is like not a part of being an adult because these people are pushing 40 yeah they're pushing like the mid 40s or like pushing middle age and they're still bickering like like high schoolers so like what's your opinion on like when does child like when does being childish end then for being an adult in general i feel like you can um kind of put this in the terms of like um common sense is not common because like you would think because of their age that they should know better but also another thing is too they are also famous people so it's like a lot of famous people just do and say what they want and then like by the end of the day like even though he said that and it's just like okay that was childish but then like they're gonna have a little beef which also builds up their um like they get more money from that because now people are talking about them and like doing like watching all of their stuff so like that also i th- forgot the word for it but like it also boosts boosts them publicity. and then like probably in like a month yeah publicity and then like in a month or two like they're gonna be like, oh no we're like we're best friends it's like nothing happened like you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i just feel like for that age you should definitely know better and I just feel like for some sometimes when people just like come out and say stuff like that, it's just like they've been thinking about it for a while and they they knew like how they felt about it and they like that just like um 
that was like I guess you could say the turning point mm-hmm. to make them like say whatever and just like kind of like casually say it like oh well you know um but at that age that's that is definitely childish i was gonna say um to give more context on the situation um kwame brown hasn't been public recently like for the past like 15 basically since his last nba game he hasn't haven't he basically hasn't been in the public eye and people didn't even know he still existed in in the world but the thing is like he was very quiet about it like he never talked bad to people and now that i guess like this was the straw that broke the camel's back and he was just like i'm tired of it and like he basically people are bullying him and just making jokes about him like till this day and that's basically why he retaliated in such a childish manner but like even if people do I guess, antagonize you in adulthood, like, I feel like you have to just brush that off and just pivot into something more useful of your energy, if that makes sense. I think sometimes putting an age limit on it can, like, it's a little, I guess it makes it, like, complicated because, like, at a certain point, you have to, like, realize within yourself, like, okay, I'm not going to entertain, like, this type of behavior because... We have kids that are much younger and they're more mature than people that are grown, have children and families of their own. So it's like, I think deciding to be mature and putting childish actions like to the side, like that's a decision that you have to make for yourself. Um, I feel like kind of like what you said, Shayla, too, like taking into account the fact that these are celebrities so they make money off of having beef and to them like they like i mean even though we have things like cancel culture they they're still gonna make money regardless so it's like like what is that really doing to them to really hurt them because at the end of the day they're still making their money but um also too it's it it's like easier said than done but um I like you we shouldn't really retaliate with like I guess like negative thoughts and negative actions like if somebody else is going low like what's really the point in going low as well like that just makes us that just makes you look silly at the end of the day because like you think you're doing something but you're really just stooping low yeah definitely because to your second to last point, Gerald, like, they're multi-millionaires. Like, it makes no sense as to why they're bickering. Like, if they, I don't know, one of them took, like, their juice boxes up and like, oh, my God, you're, you're meanie head. Why are you bring like, it's, it's giving very much like you're four. Like, no, relax. You're a grown man, grown men in general, and you should act accordingly and set an example for people that look up to you and have those platforms and stuff like that. That's just like my last little takeaway on that. So I agree with like, sorry, I agree with like what y'all are saying, but to kind of like play devil's advocate here, like you said that he, um, like people didn't even remember that he existed. So it's just like, but another thing is just like, um, people, you said people were, um, talking down on him before. Yeah. Well, okay. So again, to give a little bit, a little bit more context, right? So he started off his career, um, as a Washington, no, like a Charlotte Bobcat. 
Um, the owner at the time was Michael Jordan, and basically Michael Jordan took a chance on him and kind of bullied him into trying to be a star, but that kind of backfired and, and caused Kwame Brown to be a timid player. Over his career, he averaged like six points and he accumulated like $62 million over like 12 years in the league. And throughout those 12 years, like he didn't live up to expectations of news um, or sports analysts. He didn't live up to expectations for his team. And I, didn't, I think he didn't live, live up to expectations for himself as a basketball player. But throughout that 12 year span of his career, people were just making jokes about him like, he was uncoordinated. He can't score the basketball and like yada, 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 like stuff like that. And other NBA fans and news outlets and just the news in general just make him, made him the butt of every joke. And that's been going on for like a, more than a decade. And that's what it is. So like what I was going to say was like um, that does like weigh on people. I'm not saying like he should have retaliated in that way, but that like that does weigh down on people and he was probably just like tired of it like you never know like what people would be going through even though like before he probably wasn't saying much and now it's just like yeah no i'm not like maybe this is his year that he's not gonna like take it anymore you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's true but to that point i feel like even if you're not gonna like you shouldn't even acknowledge it or make it have so much hold over your whole being yeah, but, like, after, like, 12 years of doing that, that does, like, get to people. Mm, I, I see that point. That does make sense. That's true. Because, like, at the same time, too, kind of like what you said, you never know what they're going through, like, mentally. And they could already be, like, hard on themselves. So, like, if you're already hard on yourself, and I guess, like, other people are hard on you, too, that could really break yeah, you. Yeah, it could weigh you down. And that's, pro- like, the weight of the expectations probably was the, the detriment to... Um, him as a player probably if he was in another scenario or another situation like he wouldn't be a butt of people's jokes and stuff like that okay so for our next and final um, topic for tonight we're going to be talking about cryptocurrencies Um, so to give a little context on what a cryptocurrency is it's basically a digital currency um, backed by either a blockchain or backed by um, some institution. Basically, you can translate a physical currency like a US dollar or a Canadian dollar, and you can transfer that money into a digital currency, and you can use that to basically buy anything across the world or use that cryptocurrency to go to like any establishment and use that money. So with that context in mind, um, there's a famous c- cryptocurrency called um, Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin was basically the grandfather of all cryptos. And with that being said, it's on a decline recently within the news and just with on social media in general. Um, Bitcoin was at like a $64,000 peak that basically one Bitcoin, I guess in stock terms, like one share of it was worth that much. But now one, one Bitcoin is worth close to $30,000. So it dropped basically more than 50% of its value. And the reason for this was because of big establishments such as um, the Chinese government um, prohibiting um, cryptocurrencies 
um in that country also the drawback of like i'm gonna say stockholders but like companies like tesla who had a lot of sum of money in bitcoin they basically sold that off and that caused um the decrease in bit um it caused a decrease in the currency i say this to say um how do y'all feel about like I guess the future of money just drastically dropping in front of your eyes. I mean, like, I don't really know. Because I just remember, like, I don't know if this is exactly the same thing. But I remember when chips used to be 25 cents. And now they're like a dollar. Um, So it's just like... Oh, that's due to... Oh, sorry to cut you off. That's due to, like, inflation. Like, remember how, like, old people, as you just mentioned, like, oh, back in my day, I used to go to the store for 25 cents and I left with five yeah, bags yeah. of chips. But Why are like, you talking like that? The- oh, that was my old man. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, the value of it is, like, always changing, I feel. And um, with that, and you were saying earlier that, like, they took the money in, like, putting it like back into their country basically right no basically tesla just sold up like basically took out their no like the chinese government like what were they doing with it yeah they just like just prohibited it and said like it's not illegal but like you can't use that currency in that country anymore oh wow um then i don't know i feel like maybe soon like we won't even really have i don't know i don't know I don't even really know, because, like, I know, like, a little bit about it, but I don't know much about it, but at the same time, it's, like, I just know the value of, like, certain things are changing, and, like, I also, like, well, that's that's different, I'm not even gonna put that, but, like, yeah, it's just, I mean, if they start doing it, and it shows benefits, then other places will start doing it, but then at the same time, they might not, because it's just, like, it's beneficial for all countries, because you say you could use it anywhere, so I I just want to see like what is their reason for doing that, like for both um China and Tesla and like how does that benefit them? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess I'm just like waiting for the results first. Mhm. How about you, um, Gerald? What are your thoughts on the fall of cryptos? Um. So I'm not really like I don't know much about Bitcoin, but. What I do remember is that there was that point in time when Bitcoin wasn't as um, popular and very few people actually Mm -hmm. had it. And I remember when there was that time when everyone was encouraged, like there were people encouraging people to get it and people really didn't listen. And then it kind of like shot off. And now people are actually making um, more money. And I guess now to see it fall. And seeing like all these other cryptocurrencies falls um, fall, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's not something that I really paid much attention to, but I know that like some people really make bank off of it. And now it's like seeing it fall to like these um, very expensive companies is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go say to your point of like people making a lot of bread. Or a lot of money from like this market like there's one person in particular he put his whole like life cert like life earnings into one cryptocurrency and he became like a multi-millionaire but 
within that same time period, he lost like a million something dollars because like the volatility of cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. But so overall, to like to end off like this last segment or like this last topic, if you do invest into this market or the in the cryptocurrency space, I would highly advise to do your research and to make sure you're making the best financial, I don't know, investment that you can possibly make. Don't just put your money into random stuff. Be knowledgeable and be wise. So um shayla what do we have in store um so we'd like to move on <laughs> i'm sorry um to our inspirational quote so the quote is your time is limited so don't waste it living someone else's life mm, that's crazy that's that is deep so what are your thoughts on that though i would just say like put uh your best foot forward and just yeah making sure that you're by the end of the day you're happy and you're not like um living to make someone else happy like you have to be um i guess you could say satisfied with yourself before you like can really move on to do different things and like mm-hmm. um even with saying like being satisfied with yourself too because i know some people put a lot of pressure on themselves like, sometimes you also just have to, like, accept that that's just who you are. And especially also, like, with social media and, like, what we see and, like, things that we do. Like, you just got to realize, like, if that's not for you, that's not for you. And you don't have to, like, force yourself to do something because someone else is doing it or because mm-hmm. everyone else is doing it. Just, like, mm-hmm. do what you want to do okay, and Sheila. be the best you, basically. To that point, do what makes you happy. Period. Um... <laughs> so my quote is from a, a pivotal person in the black community um it's from malcolm x so the quote is education is a passport to the future for tomorrow belongs those who prepare for it today um that quote to me is like you know how like the saying like they can take everything away from you but they can't take away education so with that being said, like, I feel like that's very important for people that look like us and people in general, because like you can use whatever you have in your mind to make that into like a reality and that reality is in the future, but you can prepare for it today, if that makes sense. So that's just my understanding of the quote. And again, Malcolm X, is he was a pivotal free thinker and he motivated people that look like him to not take crap from other from other individuals for obvious reasons if you do your history on america like yeah so i'm not going to dive in those can, can of words tonight so Shay, um jail what were what was your quote inspirational quote for today my quote is when you talk you are only repeating what you already know but if you listen you may learn something new um that's my inspirational quote for this week because what I get from it is, it's one thing, well, I think of it like, kind of like when you're giving someone advice, um, and when you're talking, you're telling someone like what you know, but sometimes it's harder for people to take their own advice, so sometimes if you really listen to like what you're saying, um, you can actually learn something new, even from like talking to someone 
or even helping someone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would definitely have to agree with that because if you just, I, I don't know, if you just do like a little social experiment with yourself, you can just go like a different environments or just like different spaces in general. And you just, you don't have to say anything. You just listen in on everything. You can learn a lot about individuals because you can just learn a lot about individuals. So true. That is so true. Yeah. And that just like also reminded me of like, you know, sometimes when old people be wanting to tell you stuff <laughs> and you be like, oh my gosh. But sometimes they, they, not sometimes, they, they be, be knowing what they're talking facts, about. Though. Like, gems. Yeah. I was going to say, Gerald, what are you looking forward to for next week? For this upcoming week, I'm looking forward to packing and preparing to go for the research program for next week. Um, I'm also looking forward to cleaning my room. Um, not that it's look looking kind of crazy, but it's kind of just like reorganizing. And I know like having a clean space um, really helps with like keeping your mind at peace and like organized. So I definitely want to reorganize my room and yeah what about you guys um i would say i'm looking forward to seeing some results in my research that i'm doing because like we just started but like i'm really excited for it because like we're doing like um this modeling thing with the lake and you can see like the temperatures throughout like the year so it's like pretty colorful i don't know i just really like it. <laughs> like maybe it's just the colors but it, it seems pretty cool so like, I can't wait to see, like, us, like, manipulating different factors and, like, what that changes. And then we can actually, like, show people and be like, hey, I did this. Um, and I would also say, uh, also, like, seeing my family, like, because um, Memorial Day is coming up. And, like, mm -hmm. we're just going to have, like, a little gathering. So that's nice. That's nice, yeah. Okay. Looking at um heat maps, looking at the stratification of lakes, I see you. Um Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah for for any biology listeners that also attend swimming new definitely I would definitely suggest taking freshwater bio. You will learn a lot from that class. Not just about just water, but you you will learn a lot. Um so what I'm looking forward to this week would definitely have to be um working with like three other people um three three other clients um for my photography business um i'll be going to like the hudson river parkway some park to shoot a photo shoot for one of my friends uh i'm gonna be doing going to central park to meet up with uh, my best friend and to also take professional headshots for her linkedin account lastly i'm gonna meet up with another friend i used to work with um and we're gonna do like a Soho streetwear type of type of deal with that. Um, for any listeners that's out there that want to see what my photography looks like, you can just type into I don't know. You can type into Instagram, um, read Incorporated to see any of my my work. But that's one facet of what I'm looking forward to. Another two other things I'm looking forward to would definitely be um, getting more work done for my research with um covid mobility data um another thing would definitely have to be um 
producing and uploading more content to social medias like YouTube. And lastly, another thing I'm really looking forward to is to read a little bit more and also put my ideas down for my clothing brand. I'm gonna be starting up fairly, probably before the end of the summer. So those were a couple of things I'm looking forward to for next week. So this is the end of our podcast. Um, you can follow us at blk3.podcast.jsn. And you can also email us at the blk 3 podcast jsn at gmail.com well guys this is the end of our podcast thank you for tuning in we are your hosts my name is jl james shayla ballard norman reed thank you and good night